0: All right, we're live on Monero Talk with Brad Mines. Uh, Brad reached out to me um, through Twitter. He just—he's a—he's a Monero guy. I assume a Bitcoin guy as well. I don't know what other cryptos he dabbles in, but he just—he uh, just wanted to talk crypto. Um, and I was like, yeah, why not? Let's uh, let's just have a little conversation. It's Friday afternoon. I got—I got my drink. Brad has his. And we're just going to, we're meeting each other for the first time, other than the 30 seconds we had before we hit the button. Brad, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so for everybody who doesn't know me, I'm Brad Mines. You can find me on Twitter at Bit5Warrior. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Brad Mines. You can find me at bradmines.com where I have a whole bunch of exchange links, uh, referrals, I do blogs, I post some digital media, uh, all crypto-related, of course. Uh, I am a big, as uh, Doug said, I am a big Bitcoin guy, of course. Uh, Bitcoin gets the conversation started. Uh, Bitcoin, or uh, sorry, Monero comes in a little bit later, usually, uh, as people get a little bit more comfortable with what it, cryptocurrency means and and blockchain and the very complex space. Uh, you don't want to shove everything on them at once. So, uh, yeah.
0: What do you What are you uh, drinking today, Brad? What do you get? Uh,
1: Canadian whiskey on the rocks, brother. <laughs> nice man so cheers to to you're in new york So everybody in new york yes and,
0: uh... cheers to you man it's been it was it was a rough week this week
1: <laughs> oh was it yes yes I, get, it I, been.
0: I had my day job and then uh you know trying to do the monero talk by night yeah. um but it's it's all fun man. i mean this is a, a a project of love right here oh, um for sure. so so, so have you been for sure all have passion. you have you been in crypto for a while? Have you been doing this for a long time? Um, what, what's uh, your uh, your crypto story?
1: My crypto story. Well, uh, I'm a politics major, so when I was finishing my last year in politics in 2012, uh, Brock University here in Saint Catharines, I uh, I did come across Bitcoin. Uh, but you know, uh, getting a job, you know, following that conventional life path uh, was kind of more more important to me at the time. So, kind of getting a job. Uh, moved out west, all that kind of thing, and uh, forgot about Bitcoin until about uh, mid 2017. I start, you know, when the Trump and the North Korea uh, confrontation kind of started, the nuclear talk and Bitcoin was shooting up in the bull market there mid 2017. And think it hit four thousand dollars when it hit all the major uh, mainstream media. Uh, I was paying attention, I met a, I know a guy out west who's uh, he's buddies with uh, Jesse Coach, who's uh, who's got quite a few. Followers on Twitter, and uh, he's he's big into the space as as a developer. Um, so that's kind of how I got into it. Uh, I, I, you know, I started with Bitcoin and then slowly went in. I I got in a few ICOs as the craze went in 2017, of course. Uh, now you, you initially,
0: I'm sorry, you initially got in when though, like when, yeah, I mean, you don't have to give me exact Uh, time, but like, what was, yeah,
1: no, uh, it would have been fall, uh, October, maybe. October twenty seventeen, September twenty seventeen, somewhere around okay. there, my first first Bitcoin purchase.
0: And then so and and Bitcoin was your first, or you uh, you started elsewhere?
1: Uh, Bitcoin was my first, and then it just went up so much. Uh, I decided to to diversify, uh, and then started learning more about the technology, because it's as you know, it's probably really overwhelming as people enter the space. It's multidisciplinary, so. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different people saying different things with different ideologies in this space. Uh, so, uh, but I eventually started following, God you know, uh, the privacy uh, god John McAfee on Twitter, and uh, kind of following what he's been saying for the last couple of years about uh, his philosophy, the libertarian. So a lot of libertarians in this space. I don't consider myself a libertarian, but. Uh, I think there's a lot of aspects of blockchain that satisfies the the left and the right end of the political spectrum. So I think it's a good, uh, it's just good all around for, uh, you know, social discourse. Uh, So I'm a huge, huge advocate. I've been against the banks ever since I, you know, I was in school studying. Uh, And Bitcoin is just the, it's the antidote, I feel like. So I've been nose deep. I work a day job as well. But when I'm not working, I'm I'm always reading about crypto, I write about crypto, I can say I create digital media uh, and and post that online uh, on on a few different social platforms. Uh, I I dabble in a a bunch of different cryptos, Uh, super interested in it, I'm not a maximalist anything, uh, but I am a big, big supporter of privacy and privacy coins. I think it's fundamental rights. Uh, I mean, look at cash, I mean, how is that not private? You're dealing with cash, it's the same thing, it's nothing new. Uh, and I think it's—I think it has to be the standard, and it has to be built in um, the first layer too. I think uh, uh, that's where it's superior to your public blockchains like Bitcoin. Like, uh, and I, and I take it, and I and I came across your show uh, probably uh, last couple of months, and I see you at your at the, some of the different conventions. Uh, I liked your Tony Vase interview. You even had him, even had him admitting that uh, you know Monero is one of the more interesting altcoins out there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I saw the recent one you did with uh, BitBoy there. Uh, yes.
0: We're, and, we're uh, trying to get Andreas on. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll, yeah. I think we're, we're making some progress.
1: Uh, I got, got Andreas' book here, Mastering Bitcoin. Uh, that one's a little bit... Uh, it's definitely... Um, yeah, it's a little thick to get through. Um, but... You know, working away, learning a little bit more every day, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's um, so what do you see as being kind of the the value prop? Because you said you're not a maximalist of anything. I don't really right. consider. I don't, I like to not consider myself a maximalist of anything either. I say I'm a maximalist of, of digital cash, right? So, whatever mm. the one that's doing that the best. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know how true I am to that, but that's what I like to call myself. I don't know if uh, obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm a human after all, you know, it's hard yeah. to uh, yeah. to be objective at all times. Right. But I, I right. like to say that that's, that's what I am, a maximalist of digital cash. So are okay. what's your, I guess, what's your, what do you see as the value proposition of crypto? Like, what do you see as its purpose? And uh, which thing do you believe? Or uh, I assume you, obviously you think some are better than others, right? Monero, Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, Why? Why? Why is Why is Bitcoin a Monero better than uh, whatever it is? Dogecoin.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you can't argue that uh, the biggest network, right? Bitcoin has a network effect that uh, that no other coin has or even is is close to at this point in time. So I think you're gonna have the Bitcoin gold status for a while as digital gold. But I think some of these other altcoins, even in the top ten, like Litecoin, you don't see as much development on Litecoin. Uh, so I think some of these are going to fall behind. Whereas something like Bitcoin has something very unique, which is the longest, the biggest network. And you have Monero, which is the biggest privacy network. And and Monero is it's it's different than say even the second biggest. Is Zcash the second biggest? Would you say second
0: biggest privacy coin? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely.
1: Yeah. So I mean. Uh, And even compared to Zcash, I mean, Zcash privacy is optional. So uh, studies show that when privacy is optional, most of the time it's not used. So as soon as you do make a private transaction, people are going to be all over you like white on rice because they're going to be like, this guy's up to no good. Whereas if it's always private, then you don't have to worry about, uh, like you said, it's fungible. Everything's the same no matter where you put it. There's no censorship on it uh bitcoin there's always going to be that risk of of losing your privacy and and uh like i said that's a that's a fundamental right it's no different than than liquid cash in your hand or whatever um so that's why uh some of these coins are better uh like i said bitcoin stack sats uh monero i think is definitely gonna i think it's gonna creep up past the rest of these top 10 like i'm on coin carpet uh coin market cap right now and like some of these, like uh, I think it's inevitable that Monero goes up. But you even see Andreas Antonopoulos talking about uh, uh, how privacy coins are probably going to do well in the next bull run because uh, you have things like Libra coming out where it's going to be completely 100% compliant. So people are going dif- uh, differentiate, to differentiate where they can, and privacy is, is the big one, right? Like you're not going to be able to compete with that on any sort of government or a uh, big corporate level, uh, it's got to yeah, be, that, it's got to have that open source. It's got to be distributed.
0: That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. I do, I do think that's going to start to uh, differentiate Monero from the, other. I mean, obviously in our, we, we already see the differences, but yeah, like something like Libra will really start to make a stark contrast between uh, these coins that are are not private versus the ones that are, I don't yeah. even like to really call it a privacy coin. Cause I, I, I just see it as this stuff is supposed to be that it needs to be right. that for it to actually work. Right. Uh, but that's, that's kind of the name it's been given by, uh, you know, the community, the masses out there as yeah, an easy exactly. way to distinguish between what Monero is doing and what the others are doing. But yeah, I mean, what do you so? What do you think about Bitcoin then? Given that it has this this flaw of not of not being fungible, do you think that's kind of a, a a vital flaw, or do you think you could still stack stats and and they'll be they'll be worth what you know a lot of money in the future, even though they're not perfectly fungible?
1: Uh, I think crypto as a whole is very correlated, uh, so I think that's a lot of projects depend on on Bitcoin to do to do well, and that's why I think, uh, although it is has these flaws, Bitcoin went from zero to one. I don't know if you ever read that book by uh, uh, by Peter Thiel, and it just it was like the it was like op- uh, opening Pandora's box. So now you have mm-hmm. something like that's completely revolutionary, and. Like I said, that network effect is big. Maybe there might be one competitor and and it's a a private coin in the future that that comes close to it. But I mean, it's going to have to go what, like how much more quicker is it going to have to go up than Bitcoin? And everybody that is new that comes into the space and doesn't really know too much about it, they always want to go with what everybody knows. And that's Bitcoin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the trend I see right now. And and I think institutionally as well. I mean, you're not going to see uh, institutional investment into uh, Monero anytime soon. I don't think so. Uh, I think that's uh, an op- an obstacle. But I think Monero will gain a bigger user base because it's uh, it's stayed ASIC resistant over these over these years. Uh, but it does have you know it just still has a five year battle tested blockchain. So I think that's a strong asset with Monero. I mean, like that's good. It's good enough for me. I mean to. to have a few t- coins that's for sure uh but yeah i think some of these other coins are going to drop out i think there's just there's nothing unique enough about them uh, yeah like 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 i don't know I'm, i i dump my Litecoin.
0: coin yeah 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 no i, I just see like coin <laughs> as a as a as a test net for for bitcoin yeah, uh for sure. but you I mean, for me, kind of the one of the eye openers was when I, you know, when I was a Bitcoin maximalist and then I was like, you know, started to go up in value, you know, quite a bit. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, and I would, you know, I, I would barely use my Bitcoin like like most people, right? It was just kind right. of, uh, you oh, know, yeah. a h- hodl thing and then it's going up. <laughs> my, you know, I used it a little bit here and there, just t- test it out. And but for me, the real I eye-opener was was you know i'd kept go- i would go and look at the blockchain you know all the time be like oh let me let me see my transactions going from here to there and if right. i sent if i sent it to somebody or you know i sent it to a friend and, and i was like you know what the guy i just sent it to can can go look at yeah and see all the even though it was like my good friend it was still like weirding me out like he could go see all my money you know right, he, exactly. could, he could he could see my bank account now yeah uh And that, that was the eye. So I imagine as I feel like a lot of people are going to go through that once they start actually, you know, they're in the early phases, but you know, maybe they bought that they're stacking sats now, but once those sats, uh, you know, once it starts to go up in value from whatever they have and they start sending it around, Mm -hmm. they're like, wait a minute, do I want the whole world to know what I have? Or, you know, every time I send the trade, you know, I, I. I do feel like there's going to be that tipping point where everybody starts to realize that, right? I mean, how how is that not the case? That that, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Did Uh, did you did you ever have that realization, like that moment where you're like, wait a minute?
1: I agree with your point that once you start actually using it, that's when you realize, well, wow, yeah, I just made a transaction. Now whoever made a transaction with can see my wallet balance for the rest of time. So now I have to what if I want to be private, I have to create a new account a new Bitcoin wallet, and then transfer it over there, which is a pain in the ass, right? So uh, it does have a major, major flaw in, the, in that sense. Uh, but again, uh, I think it acts as, like I said from the beginning, it's multidisciplinary. So it acts as a, as a way of transfer a digital cash, but it also acts as a store of value. And I think that store of value aspect in that big, long chain might uh prolong its number one spot uh in market cap for a long time to come uh to do i think in the in the long future maybe po you know uh, at least a decade oh maybe uh it can be dethroned i think that is a possibility i don't rule any possibilities however i don't see it any, anytime soon um I don't know it's just got that status. It's just I gotta uh, ma- I gotta imagine
0: anybody that has a decent amount of Bitcoin, you know, whatever it has millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin is wishing and hoping that it was essentially is was Monero. Act like you know, it's like you have yes. it, it's great, it's growing. But wouldn't it be even better if it was anonymous and private and nobody, you know having having ten million dollars is one thing, but having ten million dollars that nobody knows about that you can Hide perfectly, and I right. mean that's that's a yeah. whole nother whole nother I mean, level there's a, there.
1: There's a danger aspect to to having your funds public, right? And that you know you're you're a wanted man, criminal. There's always going to be income inequality, and there's always going to be people that have that allure to maybe rob you or something if they know you have that money if it's public if it's out there. Uh, I mean, you can always I don't know there there is a lot of developers in in that space that uh, you know are working on trying to improve. These second, third layer options, but uh, but yeah, I think Monero has, and privacy is just a fundamental aspect, and there's always going to be a market for it. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, and and as Bitcoin goes up, I mean, people and, and other altcoins go down. People are more inclined to diversify. Always, I think that's that's a trend too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I also think, like you said, once people start using it, also I think once companies start using it, right? So like nobody's really using it that much either in terms of actual commerce and you know companies mm-hmm. are you know what's once, once 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 there's companies running on crypto and they're accepting crypto and then they're using it to to purchase the you know th- they to pay off their suppliers or whatever it may be th- that realization is going to be there too it's like every now every move I make in my company where I'm where I'm spending money using money mm-hmm. is now public mm-hmm. to the whole world I mean that's that's just mm-hmm that's just a bad strategy, right? As, as, as a company, I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't want your competitors to know everything that you're doing. So I imagine there's going to be those realizations too. I don't, Mm -hmm. I just don't think that's happening yet because I just don't think it's really being used that much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, people, most people I know buy Bitcoin and just hold on to it because they see that, uh, they feel like it's an, it's an early industry in which definitely is, uh, and, but I think, but that's why I say I'm not a maximalist with any, because I think public blockchains have their advantages in some aspects. Maybe you want uh, you want uh, votes to be on a public blockchain or something that, that you want to be transparent where there's no cheating involved will be bring benefit to society. Maybe a public mm-hmm. blockchain is good in that aspect, but...
0: I don't know uh, if public's the right word, right? I think you know, public, well, because well, um, I think Monero is also like is a public, but, you know, they're both public and open. Uh, right. I get what you're saying though. Uh, you know, of transparent, wait,
1: wait, wait. transparent. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where anybody can just go up and look up the blockchain uh, and every address like Bitcoin, basically.
0: That's what exactly. I mean. Right. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let me shoot it back at you. What, uh, when did you get into crypto and when did you make the spin over to Monero?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So like, you know, I, I don't like to uh give exact, you know, exact dates, year, but like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually my story is pretty I've told it on here before. It's it's pretty funny. Okay. Okay. Uh I my first crypto I had heard about crypto you know, like everybody else, you know, you heard about it, but you never really did anything. Yeah. Uh I bought my first my first crypto purchase was actually Dogecoin. Uh oh, yeah. when Doge first launched. Dogecoin, uh I was Dogecoin. like I was like, I I missed I missed the Bitcoin thing. I didn't understand. I I didn't I never stopped to look at Bitcoin and understand the technology. Mm-hmm. I just saw it as I had mm-hmm. heard about digi uh was it, I guess, digigold in the past, and I always thought that was a cool idea. And then I know I knew that that had failed. Uh and I was like, Oh, there's this Bitcoin thing. I'm like, I'm sure that's gonna fail as well, right? Because they mm-hmm. always get shut down, like digicash or is it digicash or digigold? Um and so I just saw Bitcoin as being another one of those things that will eventually fail. The government will come in and we will shut it down. I didn't understand right. that it was decentralized and all this. All you know, I didn't underst- I didn't read the white paper, right? So okay. I yeah. Bitcoin at that time was going up and probably, I was like, all right, I, mi- I missed that. And then Dogecoin, I was like, let me uh, let me just try to throw a few dollars into this and just see if I can, you know, whatever, ten x my money because that seems to be yeah. what what happens. So I bought like $50 a Dogecoin and it was on Christmas, Christmas Eve. And I bought it from somebody on Reddit. It was actually, that's actually what got me into Reddit. I was never even a Reddit person, but I was like, like, how do I even get, I was like doing Googling and I found my way onto Reddit and I was like, found my way into the Doge Reddit. And then I literally just sent somebody through PayPal 50 bucks and they sent me Doge, but they sent it to an online wallet, right? It was uh, a... An online yeah. wallet because I didn't know anything, and I woke up the next morning. and I go to like check my online wallet, my my web wallet, and it was gone. There was there's no there was no Doge. I was like, what? I was like, this is. I'm like, this is horrible. I'm like, so everybody that buys this stuff, it just gets stolen. I'm like, that can't be the case. I'm like,
1: welcome to crypto. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to
0: be more to it. I'm like, so then I. But that it was the best fifty dollars I ever spent or lost. Cause then I started to read about it, right? Like that day I became obsessed about it. I was like, there's no way everybody's just getting hacked and getting their stuff stolen every day. So So obviously I started reading about it. it. I was like, oh, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't store your stuff on an online wallet. That the, you know, the way crypto works is you have your private key, your public, you know, as long as you have your control, your own key, it's yours. And I was like, oh, that's wow. I'm like, that's amazing." You know, then I like, that was when, you know the light bulb went off and I was like, this is tremendous. And that's when I started, I instantly started, you know, buying Bitcoin. I don't even know what the price was. I didn't care what the price was oh, at the time. I yeah. was like, this is, I think it was at like a thousand bucks or something. And it was on its way down from the, that big bubble in 2013, 14. Okay. And uh, I started buying and I, you know, bought all the way down and I didn't, you know, I was listening to Andreas Antonopoulos and yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like the, uh, what was the. The big exchange that went down. Uh, I'm, I'm mm. blanking it on it now. Uh, I don't know. Huge, uh, the huge whatever the, the huge exchange that went down in yeah. 2014. Um, and I was like, but I, I wasn't phased by it at all because I was like, "Doesn't matter. That's not Bitcoin. That's just an you know just an exchange." So I had a what I thought you know was a pretty good understanding of the time. I think my only concern was like 51% attacks. Like I was a little worried about right. that concept. Uh, that was like kind of like the missing piece for me. And that seemed to work itself out because there was even a scare with that with Bitcoin. So mm-hmm. it seemed like anything that like any of the scares that came about. Oh, it was Gox, mm-hmm. Mount, Mount Gox. Yeah, right? yeah well, Mount, Mount Gox. Gox was, yeah. yeah. So when Mount Gox, I saw, I was like thrilled when Mount Gox was hacked because like the price just plummeted even more. And I was like, oh. I could, yeah. I, you know, I could get more Bitcoin, you know. You know, I,
1: I, you understand Bitcoin when
0: yeah, when you don't mind the red days when you're when you're happy about the price going down. Exactly. So yeah. that that was that was my Bitcoin, and then and then I would I would read about uh, on Reddit once in a while on Bitcoin Reddit, you'd see a post every now and then where people were like hey, uh, Bitcoin's great, but, you know, you could see all the transactions and there's these companies now that are being created to basically, you know, scan the blockchain and connect all the yeah. transactions. And I was like, all right, I was like, big deal. I'm like, you know, I didn't, it didn't really hit me on a fundamental level as to why that's mm-hmm. s- that's such a big flaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, until, like I said, I, I forget what it really was. It was really just kind of the the using of it myself. And and looking at it on the blockchain and being like, wait a minute, that isn't mm. that's a tremendous deal. I'm like, that's that's huge. I'm like, the whole thing's broken if that's the case because now you can blacklist coins and one bitcoin. When I realized that one bitcoin doesn't equal one bitcoin, I was like, that's that's a fundamental flaw. Uh, right. If this is supposed to be a protocol for transferring value, mm-hmm. it doesn't work if on the on the you know. On the protocol level every unit doesn't equal every other unit and that's when i you know i i had heard about monero and i wish i had you know got into it a little earlier and that's when i that's when i made the change into monero and then once i started buying monero i was like why am i even like you know bitcoin's great but if if this if if the way i'm understanding it is correct Mm -hmm. this is a Mm -hmm. this is a vital vital flaw and that that's really what put me over put me over the edge so yeah that's how i became a, a monero guy that's how i got into crypto got and how
1: how has like monero been in terms of market cap in the top what since you got into it uh was monero st- uh, back then? was it still one of the top like because it only came out in 2014 yeah it came out in 2014
0: yeah. and it was always kind of like near the top you know it was always like near the top 10 yeah. um and then it like I think at one point it went up pretty high like during the you know the 2017 bubble I think we got as high as number four or five maybe I don't even know
1: really um,
0: I think I could be getting that yeah. wrong I think yeah, we did get up the, 10, yeah. we got up pretty high at one point um, yeah. but like I said just like with Bitcoin I just I just saw it as an opportunity to to buy Monero you know so yeah. even yeah. now I mean my my only hesitation with I wanted to do this show because there was no nobody really explaining these what this flaw that bitcoin has and yeah i was i was very frustrated with what i saw as being the hypocrisy uh, in the bitcoin community of all these people that believed in bitcoin as being digital gold and being this cypherpunk thing that's used yeah. and but it but it lacked the these uh, attributes that would allow it to do that so mm-hmm. i was like i wanted to ask these people these questions i wanted to talk to you know Tone Vase, Andreas Antonopoulos, yeah. all, all these guys that are yeah. talking it up and be like, well, I don't get it, guy. Like, so you, you believe in this, you believe in this, this technology so great because it's censorship resistant, yet it's got this vital flaw. And it's really not censorship resistant. It's really not unconfiscatable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I know you mm-hmm. have your Bitcoin, sure, you could hold it on your key. But mm-hmm. I, if I know where you live and I know you have it, it's basically confiscatable. Um. So I wanted to talk to these people, and that's why I started the show. And my only yeah. hesitation, actually, with starting the show is, like, I actually didn't want to promote Monero because I see it as a good opportunity to just, you yeah. know, yeah. buy Monero. I'd rather... Yeah. You know, it's like... You know what, though?
1: It, on, that, on that point, though, I think, I think it's... If you know about this stuff and you understand it, I think it's somewhat part of our civic duty to let people know about these these tools that we can use. I mean, like, these are... Going to make the biggest changes in the world. It's going to it right,
0: flip. and so yet at the end of the day, you do you do need to promote it, right? Because yeah. it need you need to grow the network, right? So it, it's it, sure. the, its value comes from people using it and the network growing. So, but I did see it a little bit. It was like, oh, I found this, this this you know this this island that has a a bunch of gold on it. Why am I going to go tell everybody where the island yeah. is? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, for
1: sure. <laughs> but
0: yeah, at the same time, you do you do have to grow the network. So that that's what got me into doing the show as well so yeah that's
1: awesome yeah. Man. you've uh, you've interviewed some great some great some great people in this space man so you travel around to a lot of events then too
0: i mean i, I went to the you know i went to the denver monero con that was like monero's first real event and then i went to the event in vegas defcon monero has the village there those are the two big ones oh and then mm-hmm. uh i'm in new york so we did the uh you know the, the crypto friends i don't know if you've if you follow that at all, they had uh, a big event in New York City, uh, Magical Crypto Friends. That was kind of like the first conference we went to. That was the one where I interviewed uh, uh, like a lot of Bitcoin maximalists on the spot. Like I, the Max yeah. Kaiser interview that I did there was great because you really start like you do. You start to hit hear these people when they when you ask them about Monero. Yeah. It's like they're like, well, actually, you know, I, I like that, you know. I like Monero yeah. too. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that that's a yeah. big aspect that I want to yeah. actually like that that speaks loud to me is that all these big people in the space, even the Bitcoin maximalists, will come out and say that Monero is one of the better altcoins. Right. So, I mean, they 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 do admit that there's some these superior aspects that Bitcoin has to, to traditional money, but then uh, over time they've it's lost some of them, and Monero you know revitalizes that in. And a new in a new coin that kind of fixes these problems that uh, that we've seen over the first five years of Bitcoin, uh, you know, obviously privacy being one of the bigger ones, uh, and the, the continuing mining aspect too, right? Like Bitcoin mining rewards uh, are always going to be what point three Bic- uh, Monero, right?
0: Uh, point two, point, I think, right? Point two, yeah. or is it point three? Okay,
1: yeah, but but again, that's something. Wait, that wait, wait
0: What seeing. are you saying? The uh, I wait the big you said the Monero the mining my- rewards.
1: Yeah, the Monero mining
0: reward. Oh yeah, yeah. Once but, it once the tail emission yeah. kicks in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So I mean, right now we're we're like Bitcoin in that you know we the the, the mining reward gets smaller and smaller, but then we're going to level off. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, yeah,
1: it fixes a lot of problems.
0: Um... Oh wait, we, you know, I, I'm just realizing we need to do. Uh, I need to do my 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 sponsor oh, yeah. my sponsor break. Uh, so All recently. Right, uh, we never we never had a sponsor on the show. <laughs> there you go. So uh, our our official sponsor is Cake Wallet. Uh, do you do you have a wallet? Do you have a Monero wallet? I assume you must, right? I do. I do. Yeah. I was actually
1: going to bring that up next with you, hmm. uh, and and what you prefer. I use Bitfi. I have it right here. Uh, okay. And, yeah, it's uh, it's a different way of, of storing of of cold storage. It's not. It's like a different. I wouldn't consider it cold storage. Uh, basically, it's, a, it's sort of like a brain wallet, uh, but it's sort of it's, its own thing where it calculates your keys as you need it. So your keys are never stored anywhere. You remember a phrase in your head, which mm-hmm. calculates your keys. Uh, and then they have like, they're all open source and they have programs you can download. So, uh, but it's a hard it's a hardware wallet, it's essentially. A hardware wallet. Okay. It's a hardware wallet. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: And then do you, you, you don't use like a, an iOS wallet or an Android wallet? You don't, you know, you don't even keep on your phone? Uh,
1: I have, I do, I have, I know it's not uh, recommended and I don't hold anything on it, but I have free wallet on my phone.
0: I don't recommend No, it, so yeah, you know, what are you doing that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, download Cake Wallet, man. Like Cake do that I'll, as soon as we I'll hang up. To, right now. You have, you have right iOS? Now. You have iOS? Uh, I have both. Okay. Yeah, so Cake Wallet. I don't know if you know the whole story. With so Monero didn't have a have an iOS wallet for quite some time. Uh, Monero Uju is great. The Android wallet's open source and everything. And then there was there was a a, a lack of iOS uh, wallet. Um, I don't think there was there was nothing before Cake, and there everybody was waiting. Uh, I forget for the other one that was going to launch. Everybody was waiting for the iOS wallet to launch, and Cake came out of the blue. They didn't even. There was is no Cake, talk.
1: So, Cake is only on iOS.
0: Cake is only on iOS. They're going to be coming out with an Android as well. Okay. If you're going to do Android, use Maneruju. It's open source. But yeah, okay. the, what what's so great about Cake is that it's it's open source. It's respected by the community. It's been audited, and you hold your own keys. So those are like the things That's, you need, right? Um, yes. So it's it's good. Does the job.
1: That's awesome. My well,
0: my Monero my is also you know is also a good wallet, but it's it's not as pure in that when you use my Monero, uh, you have you basically uh, they ha- have your view key and it it it, it makes for oh, a, really? a slicker uh, potentially slicker in that that it like you, it updates faster, but but you don't yeah. there there might be some privacy concerns there in terms oh. of uh, you know. If, you, if you're a Monero purist, uh, Cake Wallet is the way to go, and okay. it, it, it functions. Uh, it does everything you need it to do, and yeah. you, you truly hold your own keys. And okay. y- yeah, it's 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 the way and to go. There
1: other, can you can you hold other coins on Cake Wallet? Uh,
0: no, it's only is currently it, Monero. Okay. Yeah, but they, they have um, they they integrated with uh, Morph Token um, and XMR dot t o so you okay. could uh you can seamlessly exchange coins uh but you can all you currently can only hold monero i think they might gotcha. add that you could hold bitcoin at some point there was talk of that but yeah, yeah. right now it's just it's just about holding monero okay and they're gonna be coming out with an android wallet soon okay. um yeah but yeah, no, yeah, don't oh, use free sweet. wallet. Uh, I mean I uh, yeah, yeah no, I hate no. I hate to bash any but yeah, yeah that's like it's yeah, known as it's the worst one. I know it's on the well it's the it's side, bad because right? it's not open source it's yeah. not open source. So you know, you may open that wallet just like with Dogecoin when I when I you know yeah. the great Christmas hack of uh Dogecoin. You know, <laughs> you know you don't want to wake up one morning and your no. your Monero oh,
1: that's is the worst, gone. man. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, I definitely don't uh, put any sort of large volumes on there or anything. But just had it on my phone because uh, I do a little mining. I, I have the, I need to get to the. What's the best miner do you find for? Did you do you dabble in mining at all?
0: No, me and a buddy of mine, we were going to yeah. do it a few years ago with Monero, and we actually built, we bought the miner. He's more a lot more technical than I am, and he, we bought the miners and we put it together, yeah. and then we did, we didn't have access to cheap enough electricity, so it wasn't really like. Uh, it didn't really make sense for us, right. so uh, we didn't end up doing it. But now, with I'm sure, are you aware of the upgrade that's coming up in October, or actually, I think November's uh, when it actually kicks I, I in. It, I don't
1: know a lot about it. Could you?
0: So there's there we're implementing a new proof of work, which is random X, and mm-hmm. random X is mm-hmm. going to you know, like you were saying, Monero is always tr- oh, trying to be ASIC resistant. Yeah. So random X is the kind of, hopefully the Holy grail of ASIC resistance. And mm. the idea is that the new, the new ASIC for Monero will be the compute, the CPU itself. So the best way mm. to mine, my min- Monero will be by CPU. So idea being mm. anybody with a computer, uh, you know, with computing pa- access to computing power, CPU can, can mine Monero, obviously, you know, you're going to want to have, I guess, a certain type of computer, a CPU will mine it better than, than others. It's not yet known exactly which, but um, so, yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. So it's going to be, uh, you know, obviously, hopefully leading to, or uh, more distributed network because it won't be about, you know, ASIC mining farms or even Mm -hmm. GPU mining farm farms, but Mm -hmm. uh, computers around the world will be able to mine Monero, which was kind of like the, original vision of all this right so yeah yeah. i don't i don't know i don't know what the best uh mining setup is right now but you should look into it because now's the time because they're about to change the proof of work so
1: okay uh, do you know when that's uh going live
0: it's going live i think i think it actually goes live in early november when it actually gets like turned on on the on the on the actual monero network yeah but yeah we we talk about on the show quite, quite quite a bit Um, I think that's a huge breakthrough. Uh, it's not something that's like not even really talked about enough. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's when you, when you look at these things and you try to value them, I mean, one of the things I think you should be taking into account too is, uh, the, you know, what type of breakthroughs are happening in the communities, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, like, like we said, Litecoin, right? Litecoin is just a testnet. There's there's no breakthroughs coming out of Litecoin, you know. They adopted segregated witnesses uh, before Bitcoin, but that's because they just took it from Bitcoin. Anything they've ever adopted has been you know right. taken from Bitcoin, and they put. But the Monero community is like inventing new things, new technology that's not mm. happening anywhere else. You know, it's it's literally coming out of the Monero community, and that's just a testament to the fact of the 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 brain power that's part of this community. I mean random x is you know it's it's a breakthrough the fact that you know if it works and by every every measure it's supposed to work it was audited by a bunch of uh you know highly respected companies that do this type of thing um and that's that's a breakthrough i mean the fact that you'll have uh, a coin that's eight like truly asic resistant Mm
1: -hmm. is
0: i don't think people are are realizing the ramifications Mm -hmm. of that
1: okay just to push back a little bit just to play sure what um If some say that if a coin is valuable enough, there will always become ASIC miners.
0: Yeah, be that
1: incentive Mm -hmm. to find some, you know, make that next thing happen.
0: Well, Monero's had ASICs in the past. We've had right. ASICs. And then we, right. we've we've forked away from them because we fork every six months currently. That may change. And we mm-hmm. forked, we changed our proof of work, and it booted all the ASICs. So the idea is with random X, the, the thinking is that it will be pretty much impossible to... Basically, if you want to create an ASIC, you, an ASIC is just the most efficient way of mining a certain proof of work, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you create a, a computer that can mine it better than anything else. That's what an ASIC is, right? So random X is designed in such a way that the eight, what the, the thing that will mine it the best is a CPU. So that is the ASIC of Monero. Um, mm. Now it's, you know, obviously this isn't proven yet, this is mm-hmm. theoretical, so yeah, no nobody knows. So yeah, put you like you said, devil's advocate. I, I, you know, can't predict the future, but based on the audits and the the intelligent people that are behind it, the yeah. the thinking is that it will be ASIC resistant for quite some time, and mm-hmm. that RandomX itself will, you know, it will be updated. It's not that's not a static thing either. You know, I'm I'm sure okay. there'll be there'll be improvements made to RandomX itself.
1: I thought that uh, Monero was going to stop. I don't know if this is true or not. I thought I read this somewhere that Monero was going to stop forking uh, after the next after this past one where all the last ASIC miners dropped off.
0: Yeah, well, it's the idea is that eventually Monero will stop forking. I don't think there's any set timeline yet as to when. I think what's going to happen is it's going to stop forking every six months, and so Mm -hmm. maybe it will fork every year, and then I think eventually, you know, that time frame will get longer and longer to the point where it doesn't need to fork anymore. But I think forking, you know, it's, it obviously there's pros and cons, right? I think that yeah. the pro is the fact that it's not ossified, you know, in Bitcoin land, they'll say ossification is a good thing, right? Cause it's digital gold. You don't want, you don't want it to change in any way. That's like the, the, the agreement with right. with the social contract is here's the mm-hmm. protocol. It's not going to change. Yeah. Which is great in theory, If you're, if you already have achieved digital gold or digital cash status, you know, (laughs) once you, once you achieve that, sure, ossify, but it hasn't achieved it yet. Very clearly has not achieved it yet. It's not, (laughs) it's not fungible. So if you could achieve that, then you can, then you can ossify and become a protocol that doesn't change. So the idea with Monero is, I think Monero is just being a little more honest about it saying, you know we're we're continuing to evolve and we haven't gotten to where we need to be yet where we're ready to stop evolving that's, got you okay so yeah, there's yeah, no yeah.
1: time there's no timeline on it then okay
0: no there's no there's no timeline
1: well that's good that uh yeah that just put
0: monero a little bit
1: higher you and i'm
0: so yeah, yeah right. i i feel like i'm just spewing all monero to you what, what else do you want no, to talk that about that's good
1: that was good that's uh you know what like I'm I'm all about uh, you know, obviously privacy, but you know, mass adoption too. So I mean uh on my on my website, you know, I have other other cryptocurrencies that I dabble in and things that I'm interested in. Uh
0: what what compels you to dabble in other I'm gonna open up my corona. What compels yeah. you to dabble in other coins? That that's something I've always wondered when I see uh people that get into crypto. Yeah um how they come across a lot of these projects. I mean there's so many of them, and I just yeah. often wonder how they even get pulled into them.
1: Right. Uh, well, uh, like, like word of mouth, uh, word of mouth and what you hear, you research, do your own research for sure. Uh, like I said, I, I got in I got in early uh, at a time where uh, lots of different projects were launching ICOs. And a lot of them are interesting and, you know, you put blockchain on anything and it went 10 times, right? So, uh, I don't know. Like, I just mess around a little bit. I think it's fun. I think using cryptocurrencies is part of this revolution. Like, for instance, you know, Electronium on my phone. Sure, it's, uh, uh, you know, you, you just download it and you, they have this, like, mobile mining thing. And I just partake and I like doing it as a hobby. Uh, just learning about how they're doing things differently. And uh, there's different ways of getting people to enter into the space. So like, again, just using this electronic as an example, because they have this mobile, this nice, uh, uh, where you can transfer right in, right in the wallet. Uh, and they give you free cryptocurrency, right? Like it's not worth a whole lot now, but it's really, uh, it's, it's a lot to people that are in third world countries where cryptocurrency is going to benefit people the most. So. Uh, a lot of people don't have bank accounts and billions of people don't have bank accounts all across the world. And they're, and they're, they target a different audience. Whereas Bitcoin, people see Bitcoin as Oh, well it's, you know, it's $10,000 or it's whatever. It's $8,000 right now, American. Uh, and it's too expensive and and new people like, I don't know. It's just some natural tendency that they see a cheaper coin and they like to buy. They like to get into it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. And, and as Bitcoin gets more and more expensive, People have that kind of uh, of a mindset, um, even stocks, too. You look at stocks Some people just think I mean, it's not a, it's not a, a good way to think, but people just look at the price uh, and they don't look at the the, the market cap. Yeah, the fundamentals in the market cap compared to uh, the circulating supply and the max supply. Uh, so I think it's just interesting and like I said I think there's different blockchains for different use cases and so when you say uh, like what's the best blockchain out there it depends on on what you're doing I think so uh, I think Monero is great in terms of everything that Bitcoin was wanting to be in terms of uh, you know uh, peer-to-peer electronic cash and uh, this this uh, empowerment of having your own asset that you can move across the world where there's no restrictions i think monero is is great for that in terms of value being stored value being moved uh but again there's there are some different types of blockchains like like ethereum is definitely a little bit different than, than uh than just the value of transfer there so what are um, the other
0: ones that you're uh, that you're interested in and what do you and okay, what do so you see we'll the like, use okay, cases so I, being I
1: like, I like bitcoin um i like ethereum for smart contracts uh i like uh, what's the other one basic attention token have you seen that one
0: yeah I, I actually I think that's kind of inter- that's an interesting project I haven't mm. looked much into it but when I first mm-hmm. heard about it I was like oh that's that sounds like it might be a use case there
1: yeah yeah so I, I, like I said not everything's gonna
0: is that doing well
1: uh, what's it at right now two hundred and twenty two million um <clears throat> You know what? I haven't checked actually. Uh, checked the browser lately. I don't. Is it yeah? To... Is
0: it used actively? I mean, is I it? I
1: don't think it's completely one hundred percent. Not not where I am anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe somewhere else. But I think some people might be able to use the basic attention token within their Brave browser. Oh wait, um, Pe- people
0: are saying it they're they they can't really hear you too well. I don't know if you could raise your mic at all. Hopefully. Uh...
1: How's how's it? Can you hear me now?
0: I hear you fine I don't know about that yeah. yeah
1: okay uh, hold on one second uh, okay uh, oh that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's try this folks. oh yeah it's We're a lot rolling. louder
0: uh i it, i hope they i hope they heard you for the first 40 minutes of the show
1: yeah oh shit <laughs> oh, i heard well, we'll you
0: see. the entire time
1: yeah well it's been a great conversation
0: <laughs> <nonetheless>. <laughs> i know <laughs> so uh, yo sorry right, so bat um ethereum yeah. uh, BAT. Yeah. all right let's see uh, what else did i say uh privacy
1: like monero is my number one privacy coin uh i got i have a few other ones i have um medical token currency mtc where they do the 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 uh it's like live free medical healthcare over um over the phone it's like telemedicine
0: but why do you need a coin for that what is that why do you need a crypto for that what is what's the point uh
1: the point i guess is just being able to participate in their ecosystem and if you want to participate in their system here's their coin I don't know. I'm not saying that it's 100% going to work out. It's a very small market cap speculative. Uh, Again, it's just one of those...
0: What made you think it's an interesting project, though? What made you... Uh,
1: I thought it was an interesting project because it uh, helps a lot of people, and it's a very... I don't know, a project with a lot of morale behind it, where they, again, try to give medical telemedicine for, for free to people that don't have it. So... Uh, And they do this through, uh, you know, a a token, like through tokenomics. And I don't, it's, uh, they seem like they're, they're live in all of South America. I think they're live in Florida. I think there's, there's a few states that they're live in. They're expanding to uh, other other countries. And there's just, there's just a lot of people that don't have access to healthcare. Uh, It's obviously, you know, a big issue when you look at politics, healthcare is always on the agenda. And, and this is basically free consultation. Uh, and you get rewarded with with their coin when you upload volunteer to upload your information to the blockchain for statistics and 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 whatnot. So okay, uh, so there, there's an yeah. incentive
0: there. It, so the coin is about incentivizing people to to upload. That's interesting. Right. Right. So yeah, yeah there's okay. a
1: whole yeah, there's a lot of different aspects to it.
0: I guess people would say, "Why not use Bitcoin for that? Why? Why do you need? Why does it need to be its own coin? You know, why not use Monero? Why not use Bitcoin? Um, why not use? You know, why does it have to be its own blockchain?" I guess would be the uh, right the devil's right. advocate.
1: Right. Uh, well, again, something like Monero. Well, <laughs> regulators may not uh, want you to use Monero. So, I mean, that's a that's a. That's a given but Bitcoin I and mean, where you have a transparent blockchain. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there, there will be. Maybe it's a difficult time to do that. But whereas on the Ethereum network, you can kind of just create your own token. Uh, I don't know. It's a good launching point. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll change over. I don't know. Uh, but it seems like the company as a whole is stable as a company. Uh, they're doing something that a lot of people are, are looking into and they think it's a a morale project. So again, I'm not like, I'm not all in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I just, there I just know. dabble here. I, I diver- diversify. You always have your, your speculative ones.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, you, you have like, uh, you listen to the tone vases of the world and like everything's a shit coin. Um, yes. I'm not, I, I you know, nothing wrong with the experimentation and you know, this is the way these things are going to evolve. There's a reason why thousands of coins exist. I mean, it's open source technology. People are free to do what they want with it to, to bash every project I think is naive. Uh, You know, think that's how, that's how invention happens is through experimentation. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I can't speak to any of these projects you're talking about really. I mean, I've heard, you know, but I've heard a bat, uh, I've yeah. heard of you know the one, tronium or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, I'm overall philosophically, I'm not opposed to people experimenting with these tech. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. they, they they have a vision and they have a business plan. You know, uh, maybe it'll work out. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, like,
0: I do think there's a lot of scams out there, though. Don't get me wrong. I do think, oh, yeah. the, the vast majority are scams. Yeah, Without a I'm true not, uh, yeah. value proposition that aren't really yeah. offering anything, but.
1: For sure. And, and I definitely uh, have been victim to that as well. Uh, not ashamed to say but it happens. There are some crazy, there's some really elaborate scams in this space. I don't know uh, if if you've seen any of them, but like, I don't know, like back in 2017, like there was like BitConnect, which was like what? Top 15 coin.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it, it was so top blatantly top a scam coin. from day one. Yeah, but,
1: but it's got, then it grows to a multi-billion-dollar market cap. And I like, mean that—that's
0: just a testament to, you know, yeah, what hum, what most humans are like, you know, they're mm. easily, unfortunately, easily scammed. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, and then that's where Bitcoin gets its <laughs> gets its uh, fud, right?
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> some will some will say Bitcoin is the ultimate scam.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a fad scam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that that that'd be that that's a scary thought when you think about it once in a while. I was like, oh whoa, yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah.
1: Again, I'm not I'm not phased when people people try to put it down or, or put me down for for being involved with it or being too involved with it. Uh, I mean, like when you. Like a, like we understand we know the fundamentals and i think when you know the fundamentals uh you're not scared when it drops a thousand bucks in an hour you don't you don't really care because mm-hmm. it goes up a thousand bucks in an hour right right, right. so that, that
0: that's why i really like that you know that's why i i choose a project that i i feel is like really living up to an ideal of what crypto is otherwise it's it's a scary it's a scary place out there with all this no, crypto but, stuff yeah. very very scary um yeah go ahead I just realized I should mention. Uh, Gratuitous is a project we started, not a scam, uh, not trying to, not trying to be a coin. Uh, it's not a coin of any type. Uh, it's a, it's basically uh, we're selling um, coffee. We're starting with coffee. We're going to be adding other products, but we're selling coffee. We we have coffee from Brazil from this farm that we hooked up with, and what's unique about it is when you buy the coffee. You can tip the farmers directly that produced it with Uh, Monero, so no coin no coins involved other than Monero itself. And then, so this idea, I think we could apply to a lot of things. So it doesn't just have to be coffee, you know. It could be tea, it could be honey, it could be anything you you think of that's that's getting produced by. uh, We're thinking first like people in like third world countries, right? That like uh you know th- maybe they get paid a dollar a day you know and they're producing something that's getting consumed in the first world for for quite a bit of money right like i go to a, i go to a starbucks or my the hipster coffee shop in brooklyn i buy a coffee for 5 bucks and the barista expects like a dollar tip and meanwhile the guy who farmed it is making you know a dollar literally a, a dollar a day uh so now this this is a way so we're doing it as a way to kind of fund fund the operation here, fund the show, yeah. and okay. to uh, give Monero another use case with uh, peer-to-peer tipping. Um, yeah, so that, I, I'm just throwing that in there because uh, I like to you now get, get that out there to uh, our audience so people know. So yeah, if you want to support the show in that way, that's a great way. If you drink coffee, you like Monero, you buy your daily cup from Gratuitous – and uh it will go a long way what do you think of the concept
1: i think it's cool uh is there a website i can go to
0: go to uh, gratuitous.org gratuitous.org and i can buy
1: coffee with monero
0: you can buy the coffee you can buy the coffee with monero bitcoin you could just pay in dollars uh but then the idea is once you have the coffee there's a QR code where if you send if you send Monero to it, it goes directly to the farmers that farmed it.
1: Gotcha. Because we, awesome. we set
0: them up with their own wallets. So it's like they don't even need a phone. Uh, all they need is their private keys. So... That's pretty. That's a pretty sweet concept. I like
1: seeing uh, things like that where you actually do just adopt, you know, a living coin. You don't, you don't gotta launch your own,
0: right, your, right. your
1: own uh, ERT twenty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just uh, you adopt it, and I, and I'm, you know, and as time goes by, I do become more, you know, concentrated on my on my bigger, on the bigger coins and uh, adopting some of the ones that already exist, like Monero, for instance. Um, yeah.
0: Cool, man. I think it's Anything. Great. Anything else you want to chat about, we'll, or otherwise, we'll, we'll wrap it up at the hour mark.
1: Are we at an hour already?
0: Wow. We're almost. I know it goes fast, right? We're five yeah, minutes, to, almost five yeah, minutes I to an talking, hour. Cri- I love talking crypto, man.
1: Time flies <laughs> over, whenever I'm talking crypto, time flies, man. Uh, that's it, man. Uh, I'll just say, you know, uh, if you want to, if you want to catch me, i uh, on Twitter at Bitfi Warrior and BradMines.com. You can hit me up on Instagram at Brad Mines. What's uh, what's
0: the connection with you? So you can continue with your... your yeah. Let me not interrupt yeah, your thing. Well, what's your connection with BitFi? Uh,
1: I'm just simple, simply a user. I, I saw them upon their launch, and I needed a hardware wallet. I didn't have one at the time, and I read about, I did my research, and how they store their your keys compared to other hardware wallets where... Uh, and I think this is just a, a, a superior way. Uh, there's a, you know, a lot of people put some. There's some people out there that uh, that hate on it, but because um, they had. Why do people hate on it? People mm-hmm. hate on it because they had a bounty, uh, where they said, "Okay, here's uh, some Bitcoin on here. If you can hack this, uh, one of our one of our bounty wallets, will will give you. I forget how much it was, but a lot sum of money." And people were were getting getting the device, and somebody was able to extract private keys off of it uh but it wasn't in the scenario of the bounty program, so then they criticized sure. the company for for saying, "Oh you didn't pay out the bounty they just said all this stuff, but none of it was was you know if you read the bounty and the rules, well okay then yeah if you didn't follow the rules but but uh, why why are
0: you such an avid fan, given like the other options out there like there's there's other okay, so, hardware okay. options.
1: So the biggest, the biggest difference is that I can lose this BitFi device and it doesn't matter because it doesn't actually hold my keys on it. Where a lot of hardware wallets, they have your keys uh, directly stored on the wallets. So if I lose it, uh, I lose my money and possibly someone could steal it through forensics or whatever. Uh, you know, if you have enough resources, you could probably do it. But BitFi, I can lose it. I can and it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. I can go cross border because it doesn't actually store anything. So I don't have to say that I have $10,000 on the customs form. Uh, if, if I have over $10,000 in, in my wallet.
0: Oh, because uh, you're saying it's not actually stored on the it, device. E- exactly. It, does, like it a, doesn't store your private keys. It doesn't hold correct. your private keys. That's correct. It so calculates. what is So think okay. of it as a, as a
1: calculator. It's a calculator. Okay. So you type in a phrase that you remember. I think it's got to be a minimum of seven words. So <laughs> say it's, I don't know, I like to play basketball on Tuesday afternoons is your password that you remember in your head. You've never put it online. You've never connected it to the internet. You something you remember in your head. And then when you type that into your device, that can activate the transaction. So it calculates what your private key is based on on your secret phrase. So something that's stored in your head so no one else can get it. I don't have, you know, uh, you can't, you can steal my wallet. It doesn't matter. Uh, The only way that someone can ever hack me and, and find out what my private key is, is if they, if I tell them, which obviously I wouldn't do. So, uh, that's why I like it where it's like cross border. I can, I can go and I can retrieve my keys, uh, without anything. I don't need a device other, uh, to, if I want to send money out, uh, I need a device. I can recover my keys from a program that they have that's online. Uh, I have it on my website as well. You can recover your, recover your keys that way, but I like it because it, it empowers the individual. Uh, but it's 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 good for long term hodling. If you want to, you if you, I, I don't say it's good for everyday transactions, but it's good if you want to hold long term. And it's Monero compatible, which uh, which is awesome. They're they're actually uh, big fans of Monero. They like it.
0: Cool. All right. yeah. yeah, I, I got to think more about it. Uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know much about it. So that's cool. Yeah. But you you can store your Monero on there, or your you're, you're Absolutely. At, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, it's not something that uh, it, for, you know, quick transactions because you got to open the device. You got to type in, uh, you have a salt and a secret phrase that you type in. That'll calculate your what your private keys are. Right, like any
0: a- hardware wallet's really not meant for day-to-day yeah. transactions.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, good for long-term holding. It's been working out uh, because there was so much... Uh, controversy over I've been really close with the company, just chatting to them on, on social media asking them every question along the way I've even wrote about it a couple of times because they've gotten uh, a lot of hate for the bounty and then you had John McAfee coming out and he challenged some uh, hacker you know get, offered him 20 million dollars to come stay at his house to hack it oh that's it that's
0: uh, we I saw that McAfee's following you on Twitter is that
1: that's true that's true I have a couple of pretty <laughs> sweet Twitter followers uh, that's awesome yeah. man He's he's retweeted a couple of my articles and a couple of uh, the, the someone's uh, get him
0: get him on get him on Manero talk. Man, I'm we we, trying. we we've oh, reached man. him out. I wanna I really want to uh you know. Yeah.
1: I'd love to see him on.
0: Your we show need to hear man. what he says about Monero. Like he, he for...
1: always he always talks about Monero. He but he's a, he's also he's also
0: you know blurted out a lot of other privacy coins but yeah, yeah. then he, he seems to there was yeah. i guess it was during the 2000 during the bubble he was just trying to pump everything yeah but he
1: did pump a lot of shit in, in the bubble but but, but I, I, I would top love to really viewers,
0: hear him like you know yeah. black and white for a bit like what's your deal on yeah. monero versus others yeah you,
1: you might have to warn your viewers before he comes on your show uh for, for some profanity if you have any uh Miners, on listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's awesome. He's uh, he when he talks about privacy coins, he says they're totally the future, and uh, he always mentions Monero as uh, yeah. usually usually the first one he talks about. Monero, yeah, he does mention. No, them. yeah, I, I know he's, he's got uh,
0: some some weird things in the weird things in the you know he's got some weird background weird things in the closet. But yeah, when he when he <laughs> speaks, I, I I do I do listen to him. I mean, I yeah. think the guy the guy is he's a cowboy and he for sure. He's uh, kind of a futurist in, in some ways. I think he he does have a good handle on on where things are going. Uh, as as crazy as he is, and as outlandish as he is, I, I I definitely listen to what the guy what the guy has to say. And you were you were into him before he even was like the crypto guy. You were like um, in another realm uh, sphere. You. Uh,
1: you know what? No, I, I can't say that I, I was a, a major like fan of his beforehand. Like I, you know, I knew who he was, obviously, but and and I've seen him in the tabloids. But uh, it was really cryptocurrency that really kind of had me delve in and follow him, see what I, see absolutely everything that he's saying. Uh, actually, I was I was able to meet him in Thailand. I was at the conference in Thailand in uh, what was at the end of right in the beginning of 2018. There was a block the blockchain cruise. I was, okay. I was there in Thailand visiting, uh, just just on holiday, and uh, I was able to meet him and I met uh, who else, Ronnie Moaz, okay, as well. He's like, uh, yeah, he's he used to be like a he's, he's a big stock stock guy, but now he's big Bitcoin guy. I don't know. Cool if man, know him, but he's on Twitter
0: too. Yeah, yeah, I've <laughs> seen him on Twitter. Yeah, very cool. All
1: right, man. Well, uh, all right, man. Thanks yeah, for having me on your show. Hook uh,
0: up, uh, hook up the McGaffey. Get it, get get it going. Get him on Monero yeah. Talk.
1: Yeah. All right, I'll do my
0: best. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. It was it was a pleasure. I think this was a, a perfect Friday night episode. Got to relax yeah. and just chill out and talk crypto. Yeah,
1: I love it, man. Thanks for having me on. Nice meeting yep. you, Doug.
0: Good luck. Good one. All Have right. a good one. You too. Right. See ya. Ciao.